Hey everybody, it's me, Brandon, coming at you from the New York City studio, aka my apartment, um, with another episode of Breaking the Wall podcast. And today, it is beautiful out. I wish I was outside, but at the same time, not, because I think New York is super deceiving, where when it's really sunny in January, you can still walk outside and be freezing. So I'm actually excited to be staying in today. Um, but more excited than that, I'm excited about our topic for today. And it's all about what happens when things don't go as planned or go your way. And this is an idea I've found a lot of joy in following over the past six years, which when I was graduating, I don't know if you would have told me that um, I would enjoy it so much that I would believe you. Um, And let me tell you why. I think when we start our careers, we envision this perfect trajectory of always going up, right? Maybe we see this graph of like our success or um, the different types of jobs we get. And we just picture this ever growing line that just keeps going up, up, up. And what I quickly realized was that line um, doesn't actually work out the way we envision it to. Right In reality, our success line, if that's what we want to call it, jumps all over the place. We are doing really well, then we're doing not so well, right? And I kind of want to share some stories today about um, how I really discovered this. Um, but what, I think when I was graduating I from college, I remember thinking that this is how it's going to go. I'm going to get a small job at first. Um, And then eventually I'll have enough experience in the real world to land a bigger company position. And with that will come more money, more performing experiences. Um, I can really build my resume in that way. Um, Always bigger, bigger, better, better, right? And it would just go up from there. Um, And I realized that's not actually how it goes. And unfortunately, that's rarely, especially if you're a freelance artist, that's rarely how the trajectory ends up, especially with opportunities. Um, For me, I started in Visceral and I thought, I'm going to be here for four years. I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to do new works. I'm really going to love it. And then possibly join a bigger company like Hubbard Street. And I will be in that company for six years, right? So that's really what I thought. And I thought that's how the dance world worked. And I think when we work that way, we do ourselves a disservice because we're always thinking about what's next, that we're not enjoying what's actually happening, right? I mean, I think this method of thinking does come along with maybe the research we do or what we're seeing on paper. I mean, if you're a dance nerd like me, you're constantly like searching, um, searching the websites of companies you want to be a part of. Uh, You're searching the company members and you're reading their bios and they read something like grew up in a small town in Texas. And then they joined a company. And after that, they had mad success in that company and did incredible works by Ohad and Crystal Pite and worked with Janet Jackson before they finally settled down into uh, whatever is bigger than that, making lots of money, getting top 25 to watch, Princess Grace Award winner, all these types of things. And when we're reading that, we see it as that upward trajectory. And this is how bios are designed. I even look at my own right now and I laugh because I'm like, that's how I write it. It's It's a greatest hits outline, right? We point out all the things that are that were the highlights. It's the highlight reel of what we've done in our careers. 
But what's missing from those is all the setbacks. And I will tell you, there is not one person who is in this professional dance world that hasn't had some sort of uh, downward trajectory or something that wasn't um, a good thing. Some kind of setback that they're not putting in those res- uh, sorry, those bios, right? Um, for my own, I mean, yes, I loved being in Visceral. I said I wanted to be there for four years. I ended up only being there for two. And then working with Hubbard Street for a month, which was a dream of mine, and then auditioning the following year and then getting cut halfway through. You know, like that was not part of the trajectory. I was like, oh, now we're just going up. After that, I started working jobs that um, I was apprenticing for, right? I started apprenticing for different companies, working for lower, um, little pay, which you know, a lot of people would look as a step down, right? But at the time, that was the only way I could continue to work in this industry, or that's what it felt like. You know, other things missing from my bio are the year I spent sleeping on my brother's uh, air mattress in his living room, right? Waking up every day, spending money to go, he lived in New Jersey at the time, spending money to go to the city, audition, try to get jobs. I actually ended up getting in more debt in that year than the jobs that I booked would allow. I think I ended up almost with $10,000 in credit card debt just trying to work in this city and trying to make a name for myself. You know, that stuff is missing from the from the bio. I don't have it in there, right? And I think what I realized was over the years how grateful I was for those setbacks, for those times when things weren't going my way, right? Because I got cut from that Hubbard Street job, um, I decided to move to New York and try my hand at other opportunities. Um, I got my foot in the door from being at Springboard Dance Montreal with a couple of companies. Um, So just trying to get to know this um, new landscape, Right? But because I didn't get that job, I was able to work with Larry for a year. Um, because I didn't get that job, I got to meet people and audition for the Metropolitan Opera, which allowed me a freelance lifestyle that allowed me to audition for other things while getting paid relatively well. Right, Because I didn't get that job, because it wasn't a part of that original plan, I was able to book a show that was... Um, performing six times a week, you know, which I found I actually really loved. And I was able to, at that point, decide, wow, this is the thing I like to do. This is what I want to do with my career. I want to be performing. I want to be making a livable salary. I want to be able to work with other companies during the day. This is actually what I want. I actually don't want that nine to five company life, which I wouldn't have learned if I didn't have that initial setback. And idea, actually, that setback led to me knowing that this time that we're in right now, this pandemic, this pandemic that is pushing a full year that came through and just completely stopped um, all performance opportunities in New York, for sure. Um, it gave me this opportunity to be like, oh, I, I've been here before. This kind of setback isn't news to me. Right. This isn't something that 
is going to be long-term detrimental to my career. It's something, it's just another setback. It's a, this is how the career works. We do well, we have a setback. This is life, right? And allowing ourselves to find those opportunities to let go of those expectations allows us to have a moment to have other opportunities come in, better opportunities, right? My dad actually has this saying um, called EWAP, which is uh, an acronym for everything worked out perfectly, right? Things don't go your way. Knowing that something better or something different, a new opportunity could be on the horizon. There's something else. There's something else to do. We can still move forward and know that this, whatever setback it is, whether it be not getting a job, right? Or not booking the gig that you are perfect for, right? Knowing that that isn't the end, but that's actually an opportunity for something greater to come along is going to be a huge mindset um, shift that we need to have in this industry. So know that, you know, everything works out perfectly. Um, And overall, just letting go of expectations, having a plan and being ready to verge from it. It makes it more fun. It makes this career so much more exciting. It it allows us to open up to new opportunities. Yeah, and that's really what we want in this career. We've worked so hard to have to live our dream, to be dancing, to be touring maybe, to be performing with people we love. We need to know that all of that is possible in time. And we need to know if we keep moving in the direction that feels right to us, and we only do that through trial and error, right? If we keep moving in a direction that feels uh, purposeful and exciting and fulfilling, eventually we're going to get to the point where we find a lot of value in what we're doing. And that's the goal, right? Well, as always, I hope this podcast and these stories are helpful and inspire you to keep moving forward and pursuing this incredible career. Um, I think this career is 100% worth it if you're willing to roll with those punches and really kind of go with the flow of what life is saying, this is what we're allowed to do right now. This is what is in store for you, right? So if you are loving this, please leave us a review. Um, Share this podcast on Instagram. You can even follow us on Instagram at Breaking the Wall Podcast. That is all I have for you today, but I hope you have a great day and I will see you in another episode.